Hello and welcome to Shady Grove Radio, episode number 35. I'm Dan Loggins. Coming up tonight on Shady Grove Radio, my conversation with Pastor Todd and Michelle. So I went into their office and she said, do you have anybody with you? We feel like you have a a large tumor, stage three ovarian cancer, and it has spread to my lymph node. How did you react to that? Yeah, we were, it was it was kind of surreal. You learn to just kind of take every day as it comes instead of looking way ahead. You learn the value of relationship. There's just no area that it doesn't touch. I think, you know, it's just a day of thanks to God that I'm still here. I remember Michelle just looked at me and she says, I'm okay. God has given me a peace about this. You know, I was just like... Well, I wish you'd give it to both of us. (laughs) A pastor and his wife are regular people, aren't you? I mean, Todd doesn't come home in the evening and start breaking bread and it multiplies and all of a sudden there's a basket of fish there. It doesn't work that way, does it? This is brought to you by Shady Grove Wesleyan Church in Colfax, North Carolina. And the voices you just heard were our pastor, Pastor Todd, our senior pastor, and his wife, Michelle. We've all had a kind of a crazy 2020, and we can look back and see things we had to go through that were rather difficult, even without coronavirus and an election and whatever else went on. Pastor Todd and his wife, Michelle, faced a very serious medical situation in 2020. In fact, it was a year ago, this January, a year ago this month, that Michelle was diagnosed with cancer. And the journey started from there. January the 14th of 2020, she was diagnosed, and we pick up the conversation with them. Pastor Todd, Miss Michelle, how are you doing this evening? We're doing good, Dan. Doing good, Dan. I sure appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to us on Shady Grove Radio because I have a whole long list of questions here for you. And as I told you earlier, Pastor Todd, this show was his idea. He's the executive producer. What he suggested was that since January is coming around, that is the anniversary, Michelle, of your of your cancer diagnosis. And he thought it'd be a good idea for us to hear from you about that. What do you think? Well, I guess I'll have to to tell you all about it then. Well, we have got a lot of time, and we do want to hear all about it. This diagnosis, how was it? How did it change your life? Well, Dan, it, it changed our whole life. It still changed our life. It slowed us down. Just um, slowed our pace down. You learn to just kind of take every day as it comes instead of, you know, looking way ahead. You learn the value of relationships, learn to um, appreciate one another even more. So, and there's just no area that it doesn't touch. Did you have any idea before the first diagnosis that you might have cancer? Um, yes, I, I felt like I had been sick for so long. I'd been to many doctors to try to, to find out what was actually wrong with me. I actually went to a Christmas party and met a lady. She had just had a tumor in her stomach and she had it removed 
and hers was not cancer. And when I came home from that Christmas party, I thought, I believe I may have cancer. I think that's what's wrong with me. I think I may have a tumor. Shortly after that was when I went to the doctor, which diagnosed. Did you and Todd, did y'all discuss this beforehand, that this might be cancer? No, no. I did not discuss this with him because I didn't want to upset him about it. No, we didn't. Todd, did, did you that. suspect, did you ever think in the back of your mind, maybe she has cancer? You know, I thought in the back of my mind that it could be, but, you know, they were treating her for all kind of digestive stuff. And, you know, I knew something wasn't right, but, you know, I never did really think cancer or, or I knew it was probably serious, but just never did go there. I guess in some ways I was in denial, but I think she was probably about, three or four months pregnant with Andrew before I accepted that as well. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, that's not, you know, uncommon for me. You're, kinda... you're not an early adopter, huh? No, not, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Uh, you you went to this doctor. How did he tell you the news? I have no idea how doctors, how, how did he do that? Well, they examined you and, and you went through all the tests and then they take you into their office. And so I went into their office, into her office, and she said, do you have anybody with you? And I said, yes, ma'am, my husband is in the lobby. And she said, well, we'll need to go get him. They went and got Todd and we said, in her office, she pulled up on her computer the scan that she had done, and she said, we feel like you have a large tumor on your ovary. I feel like it's cancer. Or she basically knew it was cancer. And she said, we will immediately get you in to the Wake Forest group of oncologists and they'll see you in about a week. So did you did you have a follow-up question for her, or how did you react to that? Yeah, we were, it was kind of surreal. Now, Michelle was calm and had a sense of peace. You know, I was falling apart, and I always remember she snapped her fingers at me and told <laughs> me to pull it together. Are you and, serious? Uh, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I'll, that's one thing I always remember is, you know, even because after the doctor told us she stepped out for a minute, I remember Michelle just looked at me and she says, I'm okay. God has given me a peace about this. You know, I was just like, well, I wish he'd give it to both of us. You know? <laughs> so, what, were, what were you thinking, Todd? I was just in shock. I mean, you know, because like I said, you know, I'd kind of been in denial with it and just, you know, it just kind of knocks you for a loop and you just wonder, you know, what's next? Where do we go from here? You know, what are we going to, you know, where's this path taking us? So many emotions at the same time, just almost kind of like an amazement that she was just, she had a peace and a calm about it and has the whole time. I mean, it's just been just one of the things God has given her as she's gone through this journey. Michelle, do you remember snapping your finger at him? Now that he says, I do remember just a peace coming over me. Like God just laid his hand on me and said, Michelle, everything's going to be okay. And Todd was all to pieces, and I I just looked at him, and I don't remember snapping my fingers. 
I looked at him and told him that he was going to have to pull it together. I, I guess at some point you guys, they set you an appointment, I suppose, and, and you guys left the, uh, was this at a hospital or was this at a doctor's office where this happened? No, this was just at a gynecologist's office. She was going to set me up an appointment with Dr. Shalowick at Wake Forest, but before I left, they did a bunch of blood work on me. After they did the blood work, they called that night and told me I needed to come to the hospital, that my hemoglobin was very low and I needed a blood transfusion. So from there, everything just went very rapidly. The next morning, I went to the hospital. I had to have about four blood transfusions. The next day, I had surgery. Everything just kind of went, you know, went very quickly after that appointment. I sure hope you're enjoying this conversation I had with Pastor Todd and Michelle. It's wonderful that we have this opportunity on Wednesday nights for Shady Grove Radio, and we're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. But first, we have to play a special announcement from Pastor Todd regarding our services coming up for this weekend. Hello, Shady Grove. Hope you are off to an excellent week. I wanted to let you know about uh, some changes that are coming up with our gatherings for this weekend. Uh, We've been made aware of someone that was in the worship service this past Sunday, January 3rd, that has tested positive for COVID. So in light of that, in light of uh, the the numbers and the recent spikes in cases, this is how we're going to shift for uh, the next uh, few days and, and for this upcoming weekend. Uh, For this coming Sunday, January the 10th, this is what our plan is for this weekend. The 9 o'clock service, we will have the drive-in service, and we won't be doing the coffee cart or anything like that and ask you not to be interacting between cars, but we will have the drive-in service, and we will do that at 9 o'clock like we normally do. At 10.30, we will just live stream the worship service. There will be no in-person 10.30 service on the 10th, We'll just have a live stream to Facebook and YouTube. Also, the 6 o'clock prayer time that we've been doing through the month of January, it will be online. Pastor Chris and I will have a video that will be put out at 6 o'clock on Sunday night and just ask that wherever you are, you take time to watch that and let's pray together. Our emphasis for this week will be unity and oneness. And so uh, we just encourage you to join us online for that time together. And then all of our small groups and Sunday school classes for this week will meet virtually. They'll meet by Zoom. So your Sunday school teachers, small group leaders will be in touch with you about the Zoom links and times and all the information that you need for that. There's still a couple things that you can do to help us as we navigate through all these times together. First of all, just just pray. We continually say this and emphasize this, and I know we're all tired of the disruptions and the inconveniences and all that's going on, but, but just pray that as we move through this together that we will find strength in God's faithfulness and God has been so good to us and he's doing so many wonderful things and we just want to pray that even in all of this that God will have his way and use even these situations to advance his kingdom. 
pray for those who are sick. All of us, as the virus has grown and as the numbers continue to increase, we know people in our family, obviously people in our church family, people in our community that are impacted by this and and seeing the effects of this more and more. So just pray for for those who are sick and those who are quarantined and, and just pray for healing and just pray that God would heal our land. Another thing that you can do is keep us informed. If you test positive, if you would let the church office know that, you can call the church office. My extension at the church office is 102, or you can email me at pastortodd at shadygrove.net. We will honor your confidentiality, but we want to know how things are moving forward because We are trying to make decisions as a staff and as church leadership, not just for one group, but what is best for the whole church family. And also we want to pray for those that we know are being impacted by this most. So uh, those are a couple things that you can do. Just be praying for situations and circumstances, but also keep us informed on what's happening with you. As you know, we've been working through Galatians this week as part of our letters to the church. As part of that, I've cheated. I've read ahead a little bit. And one of the things that God's kind of brought to me has been walking through these last couple days is Galatians 6, 9, and 10, where Paul tells the churches in Galatia to not to grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I just want to remind you and encourage you. We all want this behind us. We want to be done with this, but just as Paul urges those churches to to not give up, don't get weary, don't quit. God is going to do something miraculous through all of this, and God's going to, to bring a harvest if we trust him to the end. So go this week in the hope that Jesus is moving in ways that we don't yet understand, but trusting that he is going to bring forth a harvest. Keep us informed, keep praying for the church, praying for one another, and we look forward to this weekend in a little different worship setting, but still being together as the church body in the name of the Lord. God bless you and have a great week. And now let's get back to the conversation with Pastor Todd and Michelle. When you left the hosp- when you left the doctor's office, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I would I drive straight home or <laughs> you probably didn't go to a restaurant and get something to eat. You probably went straight home, am I right? It's kind of weird because I don't remember. I mean, we came home. I don't remember much of the ride home. I do think Michelle had been sick all the night before and uh, had not eaten. So I think we did go by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> because kind of, Chick-fil-A is my favorite. Yeah. And, and so, Krispy Kreme, maybe? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't think we went by Krispy Kreme. No, just Chick-fil-A, that way. And that's all we have time for this evening, part one of our conversation with Pastor Todd and Michelle. One year ago this month, in fact, it will be one year ago next week, that she was diagnosed and had that surgery, and what a life-changing experience it was for them in their life and also spiritually. I appreciate so much this testimony that we're hearing from them. So coming up next week, you don't want to miss next week. Next week is part two. 
and we get down to the nitty-gritty here in part two. So join us again for Shady Grove Radio Wednesday nights at 7.30, and have a great week. joining us today on Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins, and if you have any questions about anything you heard on Shady Grove Radio today, send me an email, dan at shadygroveradio.com. Dan at shadygroveradio.com.